Hi everyone, welcome to another Let's Get Mental podcast by the Young Advisors. Today I'm joined by Jack. Hiya. Bryony. Hiya. And Archie. Hello. And we'll be discussing um, advertising on social media and the effects on mental health. So the kind of social media platforms that we'll be discussing today will be uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and TikTok, uh, but also talking about Google and that kind of thing. So what mental health illnesses in particular we are going to be talking about will be eating disorders, mainly anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, other specified feeding or eating disorder, and AFRID, as well as depression, anxiety, body dysmorphia, and low self-esteem. So this is a topic that I'm really passionate about um, as someone who has suffered with anorexia um, when I was younger. This is such an important topic to be discussed and because I don't think people actually realize the impacts that it has on mental health. Um, it goes so unnoticed and people don't actually realize what they're consuming on social media. So when we talk about advertising on social media, we're talking about, you know, products that are being, that come up on our pages, on our feeds, um, designed to sell stuff to us, essentially. It's, so advertising is used on social media platforms to make money. Um, the advertisers pay the platforms to show their ads um, so they reach us. Um, and, you know, pretty much if something's being advertised to us, it's something that we've already been looking at. So there's a lot of personalized ads, so we're more likely to buy a product. So starting off on the discussion, I'm going to ask Jack first off, have you ever seen any ads targeted to you on your social media? And if you have, what kind of platform have you seen this before? Oh, definitely. Um, especially, like, most notably for me, like um, across Facebook and Instagram. Um, although I have, of course, seen adverts on Snapchat and TikTok as well. But the difference between them, I'd say, is the adverts that I've seen on Facebook and Instagram, at least in my case, have actually been quite personal and like, definitely more kind of like tailored to me than the ones I see on Snapchat and on TikTok. And it's, it's really made me think, it's really like kind of like made me think, um, wow, like how do they get this kind of information really? Like um, it's crazy how they manage to like kind of like track the things that you like. And it makes you wonder like kind of like what these cookies can actually do that they use in their adverts. Yeah, definitely. Like it's the same for me as well. You know, Facebook is a really big one. Something that you've been searching about five minutes ago can come up on your on your feed. And, you know, whether that's done on purpose or not, you know, it's 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 crazy. Brian, what about you? Yeah, I was just gonna talk about the 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 searching something and then it coming up. I remember I think it was actually I didn't even search it on Google. I was on sort of like new local somewhere like that and I'd just recently saved like a pair of boots to my wish list I was like oh I like those let's put them in my wish list and then I think literally like 10 minutes later I was scrolling down down my Instagram and there was those very same boots on one of the personalized ads and I was like hmm that's um 
bit of a coincidence. So it it really does make you when things like that catch you out and you're like, oh, okay, that's a bit scary. But I think a lot of the time we don't even think about it. We don't think about what we're sharing or searching or typing. And even though it's on like private accounts where they're password protected, um, we we still kind of, we're still sharing that information. And I know a lot of us on websites, when that little box at the bottom pops up and says, allow cookies or whatever, we all just click it to get it out of the way. And we don't actually think about what impact that is having on everything that we're consuming. So I think this is a really interesting topic to to discuss. Yeah, definitely. I was I was going to just add on there as well. You know, I think you know we're all guilty for you know just quickly clicking clicking accept on the cookies button just to. Sometimes it takes up the whole page. You can't even look at what you want to look at unless you clicked accept, or you've got to go through a whole load of tick boxes to. Um, edit what your preferences are you know if, if you don't um so you know by kind of blocking the way we access things and kind of forcing us to click accept or go through a long list it kind of forces us to share that information so archie what do you think about this so i mean for cookies, obviously, I've noticed that obviously quite recently, uh, obviously there's like a, they have to put a disclaimer and, and like usually they give you the option now to turn off um, or get or set your preferences for their cookies. So usually now you can actually go like because the thing is they don't actually say like it usually have the option OK and manage. And I found if you actually go into manage, you can usually turn off and ensure that they can't, you know, basically access anything uh like you know information wise but i've also found that like yeah without a doubt when it comes to advertisement i've i've had it all the time like i say the usual platforms like facebook and instagram but uh it what i find weird is when i it's the people closest to me or people close to me that i start getting things that they're interested in for example my brother who was getting quite interested in a lot of uh, spiritual stuff and uh, i think he was telling me about a show called gaia or so, some stuff stuff on there he was watching and for you know very like the very next day i started getting advertisements for this show on my feeds and i'm just like i've even though i've never searched it i've never looked into it but obviously because maybe because i'm like his brother on facebook they sort of see that uh that way of connecting um, these sort of platforms together but also the, the other one that i found was very weird and this isn't so much advertisements it's more just sort of like i followed somebody on instagram who someone recommended to me to follow and it was uh, the next day i went onto youtube and even though i'd never searched this person on youtube he came up in my recommended uh so it's it, i find it very interesting how it's obviously all interlinked and i think a lot of it can be to do with the email obviously you're using i think that's a way they sort of see what platforms you're using yeah, definitely. Uh, the way it all links, I think, is across a wide number of platforms. You know, it's 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 crazy how you know we don't always realise that that this is happening. Um, so you know, the more our data is recorded online, the more we search for things on Facebook or on Google, the more personalised these ads become. Uh, they become more targeted towards us, you know, Google probably knows us better than we know ourselves. It knows what to recommend before we even know that we want it kind of thing. You know, it it's crazy. Um, you know, we are more likely to purchase a product from an ad if, you know, if we've been recently searching about a product similar or, um, a product that's you know maybe cheaper on a different website so i know 
um, I was searching for a particular type of bag that I wanted. And on Facebook, it came up um, that this bag on a different website was nearly half the price. And I think, oh, like, that's great. I'll click on the ad and see, you know, what the website says about it. And once I've gone through it all, add to my bag, pay in, it says that, you know, this is actually a Chinese website and I think it was actually fake. But because I'd clicked on the ad, that meant that, you know, I got so many more adverts of this one bag that, you know, I kind of went off in the end. I didn't really want it. But yet my Facebook feed was still full of the same ads. And, you know, it kind of put me off clicking on them because I think, you know, if they're going to be offering stuff that's half the price when it's not even real, you know, it kind of puts a doubt in your mind. So Jack, have you ever bought a product through an ad on social media? And if you have been clicking on ads uh, for stuff that you're interested in, do more ads relating to this appear on your feed? Um, definitely. Um, recently, at least, I've bought two products off ads from social media. Um, the first one um, was this kind of like quite pricey jacket, I suppose, that I got from like overseas. And I kind of like didn't trust it at first. So like I was kind of like, I, I went to look at the reviews on the website and they seemed genuine. So I actually got it. And yeah, I was actually quite impressed, surprisingly, with um, what I received. So I'd say that it was worth it. And then after that, um, the second product that I kind of like ordered through an, an ad that I saw on social media um, was on Facebook from Boohoo. And it was a Christmas jumper, which I actually got a couple of days ago. And I really liked that as well. I thought it, it looked quite funky, quite festive, quite stylish based on the picture. And it was the same product that I got when I received it. So I was kind of like very glad that it wasn't a scam or anything. Um, I think it's important to kind of like be wary that, especially like on some kind of like websites, such as Wish in particular, I've heard that Wish are quite bad for that, for kind of like giving products that don't live up to kind of like what you expect. Um, but yeah, I guess that I, I was lucky because I know that a lot of people haven't been as fortunate. And ironically, in my situation, um, the only time I've ordered something which actually hasn't kind of like provided me with the products that I ordered was actually through a trusted website. Like it was actually through Amazon rather than an advert. So that's quite, it's put, it's put quite a spin on things really. It's quite surprising. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's so common nowadays um, for people to have a kind of distrust in what they're buying. You know, like I always read reviews about a product if I'm going to buy it, um, which is something I didn't really do before. I think, you know, the way products are advertised can almost be um, misleading um, in many ways. And, you know, Sometimes you don't even know what you're going to get. So, Bri, what's your opinion on this? Um, so I've actually, again, recently only, bought, I think it was the first time I've ever bought anything off an ad. Um, like a, I don't know if it was a personalised ad or just an ad, um, but, and it was a Christmas present, so I'm not going to disclose what it was. <laughs> um, but it, it was an item of clothing and it was actually from a really small independent company 
and I'd say that's possibly one of the benefits of like personalized ads and ads like that because for smaller businesses and um, smaller independent um, kind of Instagram pages that sell things or like make crafts and sell stuff like that then I think it can be really useful especially personalized ads because if they're really targeting their advertising to people who are really going to be interested in their products I think it can make a huge difference to their little business and um, really increase their reach but it's when sort of those um, personalized ads and those ads on um, Instagram and Facebook and things aren't necessarily vetted like like you mentioned Abby that some of the websites are fake or um they're they're not ones that probably should be advertised like I've seen some really weird things advertised on mine and I'm like that's probably not appropriate to just be scrolling down my feed at 11 o'clock in in a morning seeing like weird I think wish wish comes up with some really weird recommendations of stuff and I'm like I have no idea what that is but um so I think sometimes it can be really useful for like I say like small independent businesses but um for other ones it can be a massive way especially big corporations where they're just storing all your data to basically sell you their stuff it it can be a bit scary I think yeah definitely I think obviously you know it's it's not all bad it's not all doom and gloom um especially you know when like you said promoting products um that are from smaller independent businesses you know that's their way of obviously promoting their product um but obviously it's about the type of product as well that's being promoted and you know the kind of audience that that's reaching based on the data that we're giving out Archie, what do you think about this? Um, well, yeah, I obviously have to agree with Brian and Jack on the whole wish uh, thing. Obviously, you know, basically that is your, <laughs> I mean, it, as I say, the sort of meme is that you get, you know, you you get a wish version of something. It's basically terrible. <laughs> and uh, like, as I say, like wish, is, well, as I say, it's just from a Chinese company, isn't it? Or some, somewhere in China that, you know, sends these, I mean, some things from there can be really good. But in terms of me actually um, buying advertisements, the thing is, if I usually see something advertised to me, on social media and i have i have bought things before that i've seen on advertisements but my first go-to is literally just look what, what's it called and go to amazon like i will very rarely ever sort of go on a third-party website or something that's trying to sell me something just because i don't know what the policies are of that particular company or their website because a lot of these places have you know you know shipping fees that you don't realize and also um uh, what's the other thing uh, like you know what their return policies are and obviously something like amazon that i've you know used quite re- you know I, i've sort of used it regularly when i want to order parcels uh, i know it's a trusted website i know it's obviously going to you know when it comes to refunds and that sort of stuff and shipping it's not going to be you know they give you what the actual price is for something so i uh, say most of the time i'm usually going to amazon if i do see something but also like bryce said sometimes you do get these little things that do come up and you're just like oh you know that isn't on amazon i'll have a look at that and uh you know you know uh, go a little bit deeper into what you know this product is and actually look at the reviews of it and stuff like that and sometimes i may actually buy a product through a advertisement but i find i'm very rarely ever doing it unless it's something that's quite unique or something that uh you know i can't get from like one of these big retailers yeah definitely you know i'm i'm the same and i'm sure everyone else is um it's just obviously double checking that you know 
what you're buying is what you want, basically. You're getting what you paid for. So moving on from this. Um, so social media is run by algorithms and this creates almost a completely individualized social media feed. So you may notice that someone that you're really close to, maybe a close friend or a partner, you follow nearly all the same people, yet your feeds look completely different. And I know, for example, like for myself, me and my boyfriend, we know pretty much all the same people, yet because he is always looking at cars, his social media feed is always recommending cars, showing cars for sale in the local area, recommending, you know, new YouTubers that talk about cars and all that kind of thing. Whereas my feed looks completely different. Um, and that's just the way that the algorithms work to obviously show you what you're interested in, which can be good and it can make social media really enjoyable. But on the other hand, it can really damage people's mental health. Um, so I was just going to ask everyone, does anyone else have any anything to add on that? Um, yes, actually. Um, on that note that you said that it can also be damaging to your mental health, I must agree there because even though it can show you things that you're interested in, I found it can actually also kind of like um, at times even show your triggers and things that you're insecure about because like say like maybe you've liked something like because you thought it would be effective. So like for me, um, I remember I was once quite insecure about my teeth and like I thought that like, they were quite yellow at the time and like it, it was always like a little insecurity of mine back in the day. And I, I ever since that like, I kind of got all these adverts about like teeth whitening kits and like it would just kind of like be like a little like dig in the side about that like, insecurity and even though now i haven't got really as yellow teeth as i did like it's still like, i still get as adverts and it's just even when you try to hide them or when you say like because there is an option sometimes to kind of like not see that kind of thing like not see adverts like that like i'll still get them through from time to time even though um it isn't a point of say interest anymore um as they aim to be yeah definitely i think that's a really good point um and it opens well on to the next couple of points that we're going to go on to but you know social media using these adverts to kind of promote beauty enhancing products you know they're promising you know perfect teeth or perfect body and it's it's unachievable you know on the adverts that the, of teeth whitening like you said the the teeth that are on the picture in the advert are probably photoshopped to be absolutely crystal white and they don't tell you that you know having absolutely perfect white teeth is actually quite unhealthy your teeth are actually supposed to be a kind of off-white yellowy color um so you know that point links on to what i was going to say about especially when you link social media accounts with the same email. Um, so they kind of have a really wide 
breadth of all your data. So if a vulnerable person, for example, someone with low self-esteem or an eating disorder, you know, they begin to search different diets or beauty enhancing products like teeth whitening kits um, on Google, the ads that are going to then start appearing on their Facebook and their Instagram feed are going to then be catered towards these insecurities. And like Jack said, it is triggering and it is a dig in your side to constantly see that on your social media feed. So talking about this, how do you think this can affect people's self-esteem? And have you ever been affected by this personally? I'll go to Jack first for this. Um, yeah, it can definitely affect your self-esteem. Like for me, it it kind of like made me kind of like, not only did I see these adverts more, but I also started to kind of like see, because on Instagram, like you have suggested accounts and as I like scrolled down, like I actually saw kind of like more influencers, like with, with crystal white teeth, perfect teeth, like completely like straight and, and crystal crystal white, as you said. And I felt that that was also tailored and it, yeah, it definitely affected my esteem. It made me think like kind of like, uh, are, are most people's teeth like this? Like, cause it kind of, like, it kind of distorted my view of reality by seeing this. And by having this constantly put in my face, it kind of made me think, oh, everyone's teeth must be like this. And it made me kind of like think in like that kind of like self-destructive way and think, oh, you, you need to get yours sorted out kind of thing, because obviously it's not normal if your teeth aren't crystal white. And looking back on that, it was obviously a very destructive kind of like thought pattern and very unrealistic, but that's what adverts can potentially do and, and affect you in that way. Yeah, definitely. That must have been so hard for you. I know just to pick out one particular flaw that you have and then you can and then beat yourself up about it. It can be so hard to come through. And I'm really glad that you've come past that. Um, Bri, what have you had any experiences with this? Yeah, so um, I actually did used to suffer with an eating disorder when I was younger and I've had kind of a bit of a weird unhealthy toxic relationship with food for like pretty much most of my teen years um but I'm a lot better with it now especially with like exercise and things I used to have a bit of a toxic relationship with it but um now I'm into running and that's really great so you know I'm googling some like buying some new running shoes or some new running socks or stuff like that and that's really great seeing adverts sometimes when I want to see it because it's like a, a moment in time on a good day and I'm looking at stuff to do with exercise and that's great because I'm choosing to look at it on those days but it's those other days where I still have quite a few you know one-off days every now and then where I get into my head about everything and sometimes I just need time to kind of just not think about exercise not think about stuff like that but still there's personalized targeted ads and my Instagram feed and everything will be arranged around that so going on to social media is really really toxic but I can't stop myself from doing it because it's kind of almost second nature now um and I will I'll start seeing all this stuff about like running and things like that which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad thing but on certain days it can really make me think oh like why am I not I haven't done any exercise today oh my god what am I doing 
or because I've searched something slightly health related, I then get all the sort of like detox teas, um, all the the crazy like injections that apparently make you lose however much or on Instagram, you know, you have like your explore page. I get loads of really bad accounts that recommend really crazy diets um, and they all come up and it's just a lot of things that because I've searched something in my on one day because I want to search it and I'm in the right mind frame to search it and I want to look into it they take that and then apply it to your life every single day even when sometimes it's not as healthy for you to see it on an off day or on a day where you've just picked out on a Chinese I don't want to be seeing stuff about running because in my head that that doesn't do well for me um but these personalized ads there's no don't understand your personal situation and everything like that so they're not going to be able to know when to tell you you know when to give you these personalized ads and when not to and they can be just really damaging on the on the times where you you don't need to be seeing things like that yeah definitely I completely agree with everything you've said there and I know how hard suffering with an eating disorder can be and you know when you're in that mindset that you can search some really like unhealthy things, trying to find out more about calories, find about more about diets. And then, you know, that data stays on your kind of social media. And like you said, you're choosing when and where to research stuff like running shoes. And the fact that then it can come up so many times repeatedly day after day um showing you stuff about exercise and it can be triggering and like you said you know if you've just eaten a Chinese and you're seeing stuff about exercise on your social media someone with an eating disorder that can make you feel so guilty for not exercising I know how destructive that can be personally Archie do you have anything else to add oh yeah loads I mean uh, I think obviously a lot of this comes back down to education because obviously when it comes to online and obviously nutrition and you know these sort of things and like you know advert you're not, you're not you're not taught about what advertisements are you're not taught that there are fake ones out there and when it comes obviously to eating disorders you're not you're not really taught in school about what's healthy to eat and you know and what's real and what's fake and obviously for, for someone like me i've been kind of privileged in the fact that obviously my parents are both gps so obviously when it comes to these sort of things you know you can get through a lot of the crap that obviously comes up on these sort of situations but um you are going to obviously get these things that come up in your advertisement feeds especially when it comes to eating disorders like you know searching up about calories and you know how do i lose fat and and stuff like that and obviously there's there's a lot there but I mean, and the, and the problem is, is that, you know, it goes even further than that. You have people that literally will try and get money out of you. Like, I mean, there's this one guy that I see on my feed all the time. And I and I, I know, I know it's, you know, it's not, it's not true. You know, he's not there like with his abs. He's like, oh, you know, you need to do this if you want to get this and stuff like that. And, and I'm just, and I'm just like, yeah, like I, because I, the thing is, I've done these courses in a level two or level three in terms of personal training. And they teach you all about this sort of stuff about nutrition and obviously about, you know, you know, how to lose weight and you know how to you know the difference between weight and fat and obviously you know what you know the difference about your calories and stuff like that and your macros and it's, it's a lot it's a lot to take in but obviously it helps when it comes to these advertisements because i can sort of see what's real and what's obviously fake and and most of the time it is it, there's no 
you know, magical way to, you know, lose fat or weight. I mean, it's, it's actually very simple when it really comes down to it. It's obviously just doing exercise and eating healthy. There's no sort of ab simulator that, you know, gives you a six pack. There's no sort of fat freezer that's going to melt the fat off you. It, you know, that, that that's not how that sort of system works so and obviously the business the thing is these businesses these people they know that these people aren't educated on these things so when when people search up these things they know that oh these people don't actually know you know a lot about nutrition and stuff like that so that's how they try and sell these products to you because they see you as victims well they see you as victims and they see you as opportunities to sell you these you know bad products that aren't going to do anything good for you and once again hurt your self-esteem yeah, definitely. I think it, it is a complete exploitation for our money, especially of the most vulnerable people who, you know, they struggle with self-esteem and body dysmorphia and eating disorders. You know, that can really, really destroy a person's self-worth. And I think on social media as well, especially when you see um, influencers that you may follow or like, um, people on YouTube promoting these products and you can see them and their perfect life with the perfect body and you think oh well if I consume this product I'm gonna look like them and in all of the cases I was gonna say in most cases but I know in all of the cases that is not going to happen because everyone is so individual and especially when you know influencers you know, they show their shiny teeth and their flat stomachs, but most of the time it's photoshopped or, you know, it's plastic surgery. And I think exploiting people who have low self-esteem to try and make them consume a product, it's, it's so unethical. Um, Sorry, I just, it's okay if I just say like, it's, the thing is a lot when it comes to, when it comes to these products, like, uh, the, the, especially when it comes to eating disorders and weight loss and that thing, it, this it's such a grey area because, like, when I, when I was doing my courses, I was taught that when it comes to actually giving advice, you don't have to legally be a personal trainer. Anybody, anybody on earth can say they're a personal trainer. You, you know, even if you have the qualifications, anybody can say they're an expert at losing weight or fat. There is no sort of like title that you know you could say you can say you're a personal trainer when it comes to nutrition if you actually are teaching somebody you know you know how to get fit or you know lose weight or whatever it might be you actually have to say that you're you you're not a um a trained nutritionist and you're allowed to give advice but you're not allowed to write diet plans and stuff like that so that's obviously one of the other things you can check when you actually you know see these advertisements online you can actually check if this person has done their qualifications and obviously then again there are fake qualifications out there that a lot of people will do and like you said again when it comes to when it comes to influencers i feel that's one of the the you know it's, it's, it's a horrible way of doing it but obviously you look up to these people and you think they're going to sell you these you know good products but most of the time it's you know it it's not it like it's, it's something that maybe worked once for them and then they're gonna like as I say most I mean I think one of the best examples of this I've seen is the Muller adverts and you have these athletes that are you know eating these Muller yogurts and it sort of portrays this idea that oh you know athletes eat, you know eat these Muller yogurts you know to get um fit and healthy and I can tell you right now I bet you none of them their diets have Muller uh consi you know consistently in their diets it, it, it's just not going to happen and like as i said and that's how the advertisements work they get they get paid so that you know well they get the money and they advertise it and they don't think any harm's done by it yeah definitely i 
these people, you know, they don't think that any harm comes by it because they don't think about how it affects people on a on a very human level. I think, you know, to the people who are already very rich um, or people who want their product to be bought, it's all about money, uh, which is a very sad reality, I think. Um, and even when I was first doing some research about this topic, um, it came to be very clear straight away that there is not a lot online about the effects of this type of advertising. When I type in effective advertising on body image or eating disorders, it actually comes up with um, lots about obesity and the ban of advertising fast foods online but there is nothing about preventing the promotion of other diets and other dangerous products which can just be as equally as unhealthy so I'm going to go ahead and ask Jack first can you think of any examples of products that could be dangerous to advertise to individuals with mental health problems well, of course, like as many of you have said, like anything to do with diets or fitness, especially as has been the theme prominently here, like especially with like, anything gym related, which comes to mind, like um, weights, for instance, and, and diets, um, like because especially with these advertisements, you don't know what is actually in the product half the time, especially if it's to do with diets and kind of like offering this this new kind of like protein bar or whatnot like you don't know what what other ingredients are in it um until you perhaps like have the packet and you're able to kind of like read the ingredients and even then like sometimes companies can lie about what they actually put in their products so that can potentially be really dangerous um so yeah it, it definitely affects mental health in that way um and anything to do with weights because Obviously, if you don't know how to use weights, for one thing, um, you can actually cause some serious physical harm to yourself, like, as well as mental, I guess, because um, obviously, like, mentally, I imagine if you ordered some weights and you didn't know how to use them, um, you're beating yourself up and you might think, oh, how come I'm not developing these muscles like these, these athletes or influencers are? When in reality, it's just because, like, you haven't trained yourself either to kind of like build up to, to the weight that's good for you or you haven't you haven't learned the technique that's relevant for kind of like um using those weights or that those weights might not be compatible with you like i know that obviously like some people especially like in the adverts um quite heavy weights are advertised and those weights aren't suitable for everyone and obviously regardless you'll probably have to start off quite small like i mean i know that i have because um over lockdown i did kind of like a, a little workout routine and although like, I, I kind of wanted to start with like um weights that were seen as kind of like weights that i interpreted as heavier so just like 20 kilogram like that was a bit much for me at the start and i had to kind of like work up to that so yeah, it can definitely be damaging to your mental health as well as your physical health, actually, um, when things are advertised incorrectly. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you hundred percent that I think, you know, on one hand, not all advertising of fitness and training stuff can be bad, but I think when directed at 
the wrong audience. Um, and especially, you know, when using pictures of really fit men or really like muscly women on the packaging of these kind of weights and stuff. Someone who, for example, is anorexic using these weights and they're thinking, oh, why don't I look like that? But it's not because they're there's any problem with the weight it's because you know they've not got the nutrition uh to be able to build up muscle um and i think you know without warning people that you know there can be physical health problems using this if you don't you know like exercise is only you only build up muscle if you eat the right diet as well and i don't think when you're anorexic or you have an eating disorder, you don't really think of that side of things. Bri, what's, can you think of anything? Yeah, I was gonna basically second everything that kind of Jack mentioned there um, and what, what you expanded on. But I also just think anything kind of like beauty related in general. So like we mentioned earlier, like teeth whitening kits or for example, lip fillers or, you know, um, cheek fillers uh, I know lip fillers are really big at the minute um, and no shade if anyone's got like lip fillers like you do you as long as it was an informed decision but I think a lot of the advertisements of it make it seem like it's something that everyone's doing and almost downplay the seriousness of it like it is a cosmetic procedure you are putting foreign stuff into your body like it's not necessarily something that it should just be advertised alongside you know a pair of boots or a t-shirt like it's something a bit more um drastic and needs more consideration when purchasing it or sometimes just even clothes like advertising clothes especially if it's like not a necessarily um body positivity website or whatever i know my because obviously of my past with my eating issues i make quite a conscious effort on my instagram to follow body positivity people or like fitness people who also incorporate body positivity into their fitness and things like that so a lot of my Instagram itself comes up with things like that but it's when I'm searching things maybe on my bad days or searching things on other platforms that may be linked to my Instagram so for example searching health stuff on on um, Google or like I said about the new look thing looking on new look and Sometimes when I'm not in the mood to be seeing really pretty, slim, nice bodies that when I'm feeling rubbish, I I don't want to see them. Um, but sometimes if you go onto Instagram, the personalised ads will be of, you know, Victoria's Secret models or something like that. And sometimes it just, it can just be really damaging, even though there's no harm in it and they're not necessarily promoting something that's seen as, health related it can still have its impacts because of how it's put across and at what state of mind you're in when you're consuming it definitely I think I agree with you know you choose when to search for these products but you can't choose when they come up on your social media and on a bad day that can it can be so damaging I agree completely and cosmetic surgery is not something to be promoted you know I think there's a lot of embedded sex appeal on cosmetic surgery like they'll say oh well 
you're not attractive if you don't have lip fillers you won't look like this if you don't have jaw fillers whereas there's no promotion of kind of you're perfect the way you are and that especially in the younger generations now growing up with social media it can be so damaging Archie have you got anything to add oh yeah absolutely loads I could say so I mean like bring I mean I, I, I bring it back to the fitness side of it again because obviously that's where I find that I'm a bit more expertise in that area like one of the things that I I've seen advertised is the pentalon which is basically a spinning bike that you can use at your at your house and it costs I think it's cost around 200 pounds uh, it might be actually maybe even more than that uh, it might be 600 actually but regardless it's quite an expensive product and they market it as a sort of like a best way to get into fitness best way you know this is what you need to you know get you know good looking good or it's a great way to train and i'm looking at that and i'm just thinking you don't need that at all to get um you know to to get a good workout but they sell it as if you need all this equipment and stuff to get a good workout when in actual fact you you really don't need any of that and that's why I do recommend that obviously people go to YouTube or go to your local gym because usually those are the places that are going to tell you, you know, give you the best advice. But I mean, regardless of like fitness, when it comes to diet, there's a you know massive misconception. And that's a lot. And that is partly down due to advertisement, but also a bit of education as well, because I was kind of guilty of this myself, really, that you don't really get taught about nutrition or anything like that. So it's very easy to, you know, look up these things and then get advertisement. It's funny enough. I don't get advertised anything on fitness now or nutrition. Even though I'm very much into my sport and staying healthy, I don't get advertised it probably because I just don't look up that stuff anymore and I don't. I, I feel comfortable in knowing what I know. But uh, one of the things that I, I, you know, I didn't realise obviously is, for example, is like you know all these fast food adverts and stuff like that. Obviously, they betray meat as this, you know, this this food that you must eat and you know gives you makes you big and strong. It's for men and stuff like that. It's for athletes. You know, you need meat to you know grow and stuff like that. But obviously, they don't tell you also that you know meat's the leading cause of heart disease and cholesterol levels. Like these are the or you know and blood pressure. They don't tell you these things on the packet. So obviously, you know they you know then they don't want you. They don't want to tell you those things because obviously that has repercussions. For the whole supply and demand chain of where you know food comes from, comes from, and obviously people's jobs. But in a sense, like these are the things that you, you're not being told when it comes to advertisement, and obviously that can be extremely damaging to people because well, that's probably one of the reasons we have a leading cause of obesity in this country is because of obviously a lot of you know misinformation and uh, advertisement and even even one thing that i've realized as well as talking to my parents about it is gps aren't even even taught about nutrition that's something that's they don't even get taught so when somebody comes into a practice and may ask about these sort of things they're not they're not going to be you know maybe possibly even given the right information there so advertisement is such a dangerous thing and especially when it comes to you know eating disorders and health and stuff like that because everybody's looking to sell something everybody's looking to sell something and there and unless you actually know you know yourself you're probably going to get misled into buying something and when it comes back to mental health it's extremely damaging because you could spend thousands thousands on like you said all these um operations you could spend thousands on liposuction you could spend thousands on maybe so you know some online guy to train you or tell you about nutrition I've, I've seen it before i've had i've heard stories about people who've you know 
paid for online nutritions who haven't got qualifications and stuff like that and they recommend you eat this and stuff like that and you know this can really be damaging to the mental health because you know you don't see results you want and people start questioning well what am i doing wrong a hundred percent it's such a slippery slope and the way that you know these ads reach people it's it's so so unethical and like you said there's not enough education about nutrition like young children and young teenagers are so impressionable on young on social media you know they're going to believe what they read and adding morality to food saying carbs equals bad veg and fruit equals good you know that can lead someone to be pressurized into doing you know a smoothie diet where you only drink smoothies for a week and they don't even know how unhealthy that is that your body needs carbohydrates your body needs protein to be able to function yet they just think oh veg and fruit equals good therefore i'm so healthy i'm going to lose weight whereas that's not the reality and i think without the education about nutrition like you said archie there's always going to be a problem. Well, just to say, like, I mean, when it, I mean, when it comes to carbs and stuff like that, fruits and vegetables are actually the best, you know, one of the best places as well as protein. They're one of the best places to get, um, you know, your your carbs and protein from. And obviously, that's something that people don't get told as well. And they, they it's always because they, you know, the more you get educated, the more you realize how, you know, bad as a society we've got in terms of you know misleading the public and selling them these bad products and and you can see it already in this country with the fast food industry and mcdonald's and kfc it's advertised you know all these things are advertised everywhere everywhere and and it's not surprising that you know as i say i come back to it that the obesity crisis in this country is quite a big thing now and obviously we're looking to crack down on it but that i think once again it comes down to education but I think one of the best examples of something that was obviously done was something like smoking, where on the packet it obviously shows you the what this can cause. But obviously, when it comes to online things, when it comes well, anything like you know Botox or anything like that, it doesn't. They don't tell you the side effects or the 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 cons of using all these products because you know, that's not going to sell. You you know when you when when you're selling something, you want to just list the best parts of it. You don't want to you know you don't want to put in there you know what's bad about it and that's obviously how you're going to sell something a lot better to somebody who's you know who may not know the the, the full details of the product definitely and I, that applies to you know all these fitness apps calorie counters magic diet pills calorie controlled foods as well that's something that is so unhealthy you know they're promoted as being oh look this is only 200 calories but in that is processed foods it's not nutritionally healthy for you and you know anything that promotes an unrealistic body image especially on social media you know there is no ideal body type it there's no perfect body type because it's always going to be unachievable and i don't think nowadays that people don't realize that it is an unachievable goal you you're not going to get this perfect body if you no matter how many pills you take no much how how much cosmetic surgery you have or diet teas you drink you know you are an individual and it's your genetics and your lifestyle that makes you look how how you are you know no amount of you know calorie counters or diet pills is going to change that 
Oh no! Yes, yeah, so I just say yeah. Without a doubt, like that's 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 the key part. There is like there is no shortcut. There is no magic pill. Like you said, this it's hard work. It's dedication, and it's just doing eating. You know what is considered a healthy diet. Obviously, a well a well balanced diet, and obviously proportions and stuff like that. And as I say, like calorie, and, and I, I don't blame people because it's it's hard. Like you, there is a lot of misinformation out there. And then if you combine that with the fact that of all the right information that you need to learn and this, you know, you want to be effective at like, you know, getting to the point where you're happy, like, you know, it's, it's extremely a hard, you know, hill to climb. So I can understand why people might, you know, look at these shortcuts or look online and say, what is the fastest way to do this? Or why am I not losing fat or something like that? And I, I completely, you know, feel sorry for those people who are obviously being taken advantage of and, you know, and, and sort of manipulated into buying these products. Definitely. And like you said, it's all for money, really. And I think on a, on a human level, these corporations don't really care about the effects that this can have. Um, and for someone who's had a very rocky relationship with food and exercise, I've, you know, searched about calories and diets in the past. And now just going onto Snapchat to message friend and, you know, you get these adverts about electric tummy toners and all this kind of stuff comes up. It makes going on social media just to look at something quickly, actually quite a triggering experience. And, you know, products promoting thinness, popularity, sexiness, beauty and attraction often leave people believing that they're missing something and that they're not good enough and having constant reminders that you're not perfect can be really hard because while this is acceptable to some people who might not have mental health problems to someone who's got low self-esteem this can be really damaging on top of everything that they've already gone through so jack what do you think the short-term effects that this can have on people's mental health the short-term effects did you say yeah um short-term effects um it could definitely obviously um bring about a low mood like increase anxiety depression like I, I know in my case um it could definitely kind of like heighten my insecurities like especially kind of like um remembering back in the day with, with the teeth, teeth whitening products like seeing that definitely heightened my insecurity at the time um and kind of like because I'd say that it didn't help me especially not only because of my kind of like low esteem at the time but also because of my kind of like personality type of being perfectionist and it was kind of like a problem that I saw that I, I had to fix and because I wanted to be the best version of myself and kind of like um, it, it kind of like played to that as well so I think that adverts like this actually in a way sometimes I might even intend to use that demographic and target those kind of people that say have that kind of personality type and kind of um when they see a problem that they have to kind of like hone on it and fix it so yeah it definitely had some short-term effects on my mental health by making me feel more depressed more anxious and even kind of like making me more of a perfectionist than I was before that must have been so hard and I can't imagine how on top of being a perfectionist to you know kind of have your flaws identified in such a personal way on your social media having to see that 
every day you know that must have been so hard bribe definitely i mean kind of probably everything that i've already said um obviously if you are somebody who's had that sort of like you say rocky um relationship with sort of food and exercise and you're finally at a point where majority of the days are okay um and you just have the odd down day but usually touch wood I never spiral quite back into what it was it was just a lot more I just need to reassure my head and work on what's going on in my head a lot more um the those sort of personalized ads and everything that I'm consuming on those down days or even on some of the good days can really just set you back a couple of steps every now and then um and it, it can just yeah it can just really have a negative effect or even just a negative effect even if you don't realize it so sometimes I'll be like looking at stuff and then I'll start feeling a bit down and then I realize it's because I've looked at other people for too long and I'm like it subconsciously resorting back to because that's what I used to do I used to just sit and scroll and like when I was in my bad place with food and stuff I used to just sit and scroll through you know other people um, and compare myself and like sometimes you find yourself subconsciously doing that or adverts will trigger you to subconsciously do that and then yeah it can just set you back a few a few um pegs which is obviously not ideal so I'd say yeah that's what it can really trigger I think people yeah definitely and I think like you said I don't think some people even realize that it's happened you don't realize that you've you've seen something and it's actually subconsciously been quite triggering and you know identifying that that's happened can be really hard for some people Archie can you think of any short-term effects um well I think I think a lot of I think actually it can um some of the advertisements you see and I I I just want to say I find it interesting that obviously a lot of what we're talking about here comes back to obviously fitness health and nutrition as you know in all you know in beauty it doesn't seem to come around any other products and I think that's because maybe because these products actually are things that maybe we're not educated about very well and obviously we're we find these quite personal to us and that and as I say like when it comes back to like short-term effects I mean it can be extremely devastating like uh when when you first you know learn you know and or see advertisements of beautiful people and then you look at yourself in the mirror you know that can cause anxiety it can cause depression it could cause you to have a, uh, an eating disorder you know it could cause you to have you know to have um you know become bulimic you know you might start you know throwing up and stuff like that i mean so there there are many many effects that can come off um uh, off just the, the sh- you know the short term of advertisement. I mean, for me personally, one of the when I was uh, younger. I mean, I, I when I was younger, I was always quite a big person. I weighed around 110 kg, and I found you know like I didn't really n- think about it. That's the thing. I know it, it never sort of like you know I didn't really ever look at myself like that. I just I just saw myself as just a normal person. But obviously, when you start seeing advertisements and you start hearing from other people and stuff like that, you start thinking, oh, maybe I'm quite big, and obviously one of the ways i one of the ways i actually dealt with like the anxiety and maybe a bit you know a bit of depression as well is actually just instead of just searching online and stuff like that actually going to 
like a, a gym and actually getting a, a somewhat like a personal trailer to actually explain these sort of things. And I think when it comes to the stigma around personal trainers, obviously a lot of people may think that, you know, they just train you like for an hour and stuff like that. But really it's nothing like that. You can, you know, you could spend a whole hour having a conversation about them. And I, and this is one of the things I did. I, I literally asked all the questions about like all the different diets and stuff like that. And all, you know, but people say this online and people say that online. And it was a very great way for me to sort of actually get out of the short and well also a bit of the long-term effects I've had from the advertisement and actually help me sort of realize actually you know and cut through the sort of stuff that's uh, sort of been damaging my mental health yeah definitely you know it's it's really clear that education is a massive problem and I think distinguishing the difference between false information and stuff that's true on social media when it comes comes down to fitness and health and calories it, it's very hard because there is so much false information out there you know like you said people say anything to get their product to sell and people do anything to get followers and likes and all that kind of thing it doesn't really matter if the information is true or not which again makes it so hard um you know especially given a false portrayal of how damaging weight loss can be for some people you know some people it it's can be good you know especially with um you know the obesity problem at the moment you know it's not all bad but you know for some people who it has been really damaging in the past and you know they are susceptible to um problems with exercise and food you know it can be so damaging to give this unrealistic body expectation to you know hundreds and thousands of girls and boys across all platforms and it's so misleading and unethical um so one of the diets that i wanted to highlight that i had a bit of a an issue with that i saw on social media and it said this is going to be so good you know, you'll, it'll help you lose loads of weight and it's fasting. Um, and I've seen it promoted on social media across, you know, fitness websites and it involves, you know, not eating at all, um, or only drinking special drinks or smoothies for days. And when you're not eating, I know now because I'm more educated on it, that you cannot just not eat for days. You know, it causes digestive problems, fainting, fitting, extreme exhaustion and long-term health conditions as well like anemia low bone density poor circulation and even infertility you know these kind of diets and especially stuff like waist trainers as well which can damage the development of organs and the rib cage in young in young people you know they are mindlessly advertised like there is no effects of this and i think you know it is all for money like we've said um but jack what do you think the long-term health conditions could be on mental health um yeah i think it could definitely also have a long-term effect um for me at least i think it's it's important on this subject especially to not be too generic because I believe that it can definitely affect people differently, definitely depending on what your personality is. 
but I, I definitely say that kind of like the perfectionism definitely stayed with me and it possibly made it worse than it was before. Um, and that definitely continued kind of like as to who I am now. Like I definitely say that I'm definitely a perfectionist and I like to kind of like always kind of like work on myself and like improve myself. And that's that mindset is probably probably most definitely actually a product of or at least partially a product of this niche advertising which is kind of like targeted not only our interests but also our insecurities without kind of like um them knowing about that or even they might even be aware of that as before like they might be aware of kind of like our demographic like they might be targeting this kind of demographic for their products so they sell more again as archie mentioned before like they like to market kind of like the best parts of their product and the reality is they have little concern for kind of like what the side effects can be and what kind of like the negatives and drawbacks can be so yeah i think a potential long-term um side effect of many of these health and beauty and fitness products cosmetic products can definitely um be um definitely be like a higher sense of perfectionism and um perhaps um even kind of like a lingering anxiety perhaps in, in my case i'd say yeah really well said jack i completely agree i think perfection is such a hard thing to maintain as well you know it's so exhausting on your mind to try and constantly achieve all of these expectations that are set out by social media um so well done for you know being who you are today you know it's amazing Bri, any um long-term effects that you can think of that you know you've experienced or yeah i think just linking to jack and i guess this kind of links to my own experiences as well but um just like a constant sense of almost like dissatisfaction and always feeling like, um, you know, enough is never enough, never just being content with what you've got, especially because these personalised ads are always, always trying to sell you something. So it's always that there's something that you're missing or something that, you know, you're not enough or something that you need to be better. And it, it's just that constant state of never being happy with what you've got and never taking that time to just kind of sit back and be like, I am healthy, you know, relatively healthy. My body will take me to do these amazing things. You know, I've been to several different countries. I've climbed up hills. I've done big walks. I've, you know, get to hug my, I mean, obviously not the minute, but these amazing arms, even if I think sometimes that they're ugly, like allow me to hug my family and like never, we get caught in this cycle of like, social media and advertising and stuff that we always need more and there's always something more um and I think we can a lot of us can get just kind of get caught in that state of never feeling content with what we've got and never recognizing what we've got um so I, I guess that's what I'd say yeah you've completely hit the nail on the head there Bri like I completely agree with you I think you know the way that body types and fitness and fashion come in and out of trends as the years go on it 
can leave you with this complete sense of that you're not enough and you know you're not going to fit in with the next trend or you know I, no I completely agree anything from you Arch? Uh, yeah well I actually wanted to just talk a little bit about the fasting quickly because uh, I thought you know obviously that's one of the things that I've personally done at some point uh, when I was when I was younger and I was, once again it comes to obviously not being educated enough on it but obviously what I've learned now is the reason why fasting is a very dangerous way to go is because essentially when even if you don't eat anything for a day your body is still functioning you know you're still breathing your heart is still beating and all of that will be using up calories in your body so obviously you know even if you lay in bed and didn't eat anything and didn't move you're still going to be burning a thousand calories so obviously once your body realizes that it's hungry and you, you're not feeding it then the body starts to realize that you're going to be it goes into sort of a starvation mode where it starts to try and um store you know the, you know keep as much energy in your body as possible and obviously where's the most amount of energy in your body it's your fat so what the body will do is it will try and use up other sources of energy before going to the fat storage that's why when you fast you know it's one of the baddest things because it, it will, your muscle will be the one of the first things to start being used to basically consume energy so your you know your muscles will start to get smaller and then eventually you know then it will get to the fat storage but obviously that's a terrible idea and obviously once again you're missing out on all the nutrition your vitamins your fiber and all those sort of things but going back to the point about what you were saying about the long-term effects it can be absolutely devastating if you've had a if from advertisements or social media if you've had a um a bad experience or some sort of thing it's something that's happened in your life that's caused you to have an eating disorder or uh, once again i bring it back to like being bulimic later in life that can come back and actually sort of be a reoccurring thing for you like you know you can uh once it, i mean my brother for example is one of the people that i know that's had this sort of problem is that when he was younger he was uh you know he i think he's been a bit body self-conscious and he's been he's been bulimic because of it and even though it's been so many years later he's still bulimic to this day because of like obviously maybe being a bit a uh, bit body conscious in that in that that sort of uh, sense yeah, definitely. And, you know, the physical health problems that that can have on you, even years later, um, even when you've recovered from these kind of eating disorders, you know, they stay with you sometimes for the rest of your life. And, you know, that can be so hard for, you know, the individual. Um, just moving on to the end of the podcast. Um, we're just going to talk about, um, you know, some of our advice that we'd give to our listeners um, about, you know, what we personally can do to um, reduce the effects of um, advertising um, and also talk about some of the positives of social media because, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. You know, there are some benefits that we can get from this, although, you know, we've obviously talked about the negatives. Um, so my advice to anyone would definitely just to be to turn off per personalised ad settings where you can and to turn off notifications on your phone as well. So you're not constantly being distracted by, you know, things popping up and because I think that can lead you to spend more time on social media anyway. And, you know, the more time you spend on social media, the more ads you're consuming so obviously you know to get rid of the problem completely would be to say don't go on social media at all but in today's day and age it's not possible you know that's it's 
you know, everyone uses social media. So just cutting down on the amount of time that you spend on your phone is going to be really beneficial to mental health. Jack, is there any advice that you'd give? Um, I must agree with all those points that you just said, um, especially kind of like um, reducing screen time in general, because I think a lot of these ads come up like during what you call kind of like passive social media use when you're just kind of like scrolling mindlessly through your feed um, as, as opposed to active social media use when you're kind of like networking with your friends. Uh, so I think um, definitely cut down, especially on that passive social media use and um, try to be mindful of, of when you're just kind of like scrolling and when you have nothing to do. I kind of think like, is there anything else I can kind of do in this time? Um, because you don't have to kind of like be wasting, say, three hours scrolling down your Instagram feed or whatnot, when you could be kind of like doing something that could make you probably even more happy than, than you would be if you were just scrolling for your Instagram. So yeah, definitely be, be mindful of kind of like your social media activity, maybe even allocate a part of the day when um, you do feel you kind of want to like scroll like kind of like mindlessly through your social media because obviously um it is a big part of it but just kind of like be mindful when you're doing it that's kind of like the the top tip that I would give there yeah definitely I think awareness of your own time is really really helpful and I think like you said using the time that you would be on social media to spend it doing something that makes you happy and that could be any type of self-care, you know, going on a walk or having a bath, stuff that are making you feel more in touch with the world. Right, any advice from you? Yeah, I'd say two things. So again, linking kind of what to Jack said about like being mindful and like really paying attention to what you are clicking on. Cause I know sometimes we just, especially with clickbait, oh, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, get a bit click happy. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And then I don't actually realise that I'm clicking on stuff that is going to make me see more of that. Um, so, yeah, being mindful of what we are looking at, I guess. Um, but also kind of what I said before, um, taking a moment to kind of take a step back and realise what we do have and realise that we don't need all these crazy new things to be happy. Like, we don't need to have the latest iPhone or the latest bag or this... We don't need to be too stone lighter to be healthier. Do you not like it's just taking a step back and appreciating what we have and not thinking that there always has to be something more um, and, and realizing that a lot of those pressures come from external things and they're not actually things that we want to do to make us happy. We're just doing it because we think we should. Yeah, I agree with you. Any advice, Archie? Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, obviously the first one, like a lot of you guys have mentioned, obviously ad block, a, a terrific idea. I mean, that that's going to obviously cut down the amount of, I mean, it's not going to get rid of all your ads, but it will cut down a significant amount of the ads that you will be seeing. And I think that helps because then you're not bombarded on every page or whatever you're looking at, you know, with, uh, you know, 10 different ads on a page. And I think that can be a lot easier than deciphering, you know, what actually is an ad and, you know, what actually you want to see and stuff like that. But I think when it comes, I mean, I'm just going to obviously mention this in terms of the fitness side and obviously the, you know, the, the health and stuff like that and nutrition. I think when it comes to that sort of thing, if you're worried about that 
uh, the internet i mean it, it, obviously there are studies and stuff like that which are which will be there but those aren't the things that are going to be coming up when you search or when you you know when you need the help the best advice i can ask i can say on that regard is actually going to your local fitness center or gym and actually getting some advice from somebody there because those are the people that aren't going to really you know be trying to screw you over for money they're not there's somebody who you you know you can talk to and people will probably you know refer to them and actually reference them as actually somebody who's trustworthy so that's one of the things i would recommend but coming back to obviously the advertisement side of it ad blocker very important and i think i wouldn't say that you need to cut down the time that you're being online because i think on you know being online can be helpful it can obviously let us connect with other people and like i say the positives of advertisement can be sometimes very good it can actually show you products that you actually didn't know existed you know you, you know and once again like bry said helping out small businesses but um i think obviously just being mindful and reflecting obviously on what you see in, in that in that sense yeah agree with everything you've got to say there and like i said before you know it's not social media and advertising you know like like you said it's not all bad um I think there are some really good products out there when when you look into them i think just research into products before you buy them and if you looking at a particular diet definitely do research on you know if it works how healthy it is for you and your body and you know whether what you're reading is true or not um so yeah um so the last thing I've kind of got to say is um, if anyone is interested in kind of what we've been talking about today, I would definitely recommend watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix. It's um, kind of an hour and a half documentary um, about social media and how advertising works. Um, and I thought it was so interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of information um, just following up what we talked about today. And if anyone has been affected by the topic of today's podcast, uh, please contact Mind. There's some really good tools on their website that people can use to, um, you know, if they've had any issues, um, especially with eating disorders, body dysmorphia, low self-esteem or depression and anxiety. So that's it for today's podcast. Um, if you liked today's podcast and wanted to know more, please feel free to contact advisors um got all our social media um our website is www.associatedevelopmentsolutions.com slash the midlands young advisors so yeah thanks for to everyone for participating bye thank you bye thank you very much